Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, Ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my, it's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others, here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. It is October 18th, 2023. And PK, how are you doing tonight? Absolutely fine. It is a cool breeze today. Not cool, cool, but cool. For anything under 100, it's cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very nice. It's a, Very nice it's indeed. A for a change, for sure. Well, we're having good weather here in New England. It's been fairly temperate, and this is the warmest October I can remember. But I think that's all going to change after after next week. It's going to start to shift to cold temperatures. It's gorgeous with your foliage. It is. Oh, I love it when these leaves get so vibrant. Oh, my God, Mm -hmm. it is Halloween time of year. It's, It's beautiful here. Really gorgeous. I go by the pictures. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We were talking earlier today a little bit about Sedona, and right this time of year, that's perfect up there because it's cooling, things are changing, and it's spirituality is rampant, shall we say, with all the changes that are ongoing artistically, intuitively. We've got healers of all sorts ongoing. And what a powerful place that would be at this time of year because mm-hmm. the colors are so absolutely gorgeous for a change. And it's almost worth my thinking of making the drive up there. Then I keep thinking, no, by the time I get up there, it'll be overcrowded and I'll want to hit all the shops and I can't do that anymore. I'll just see it online and see the good stuff that way. There. <laughs> and we'll be talking about yeah. it tonight with our incredible guest who we love so much. Tom Dongo is with us. We're going to bring him on in a few minutes, and he's going to give us all the dope on the supernatural side of Sedona. And we've got this vanishing convoy thing. I've never heard of it. He's going to explain all of that. So we've got a great show for everybody tonight, as always, as always. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say, because this is certainly a treat for me because I'm too lazy to go up there. (laughs) <laughs> I know. We got to come on, Tom. Fill you in. So, what do you have for us tonight, PK? Well, when you take a look at what's going on right now, everyone, please remember this month is a preview of the coming year, and it's going to affect all of us. It's about our finances, being in charge, being in control, but more than anything else, what we're going to do with what we have, or overspending, or trying to take control. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This time, until this time next year, it's all about investment, lack of, loss of money, gating money, 
Nothing is going to be cheap and everything's going to cost us one form or another. So play pretty with one another so that you don't be the master of your own mistakes. Yeah, we don't that want to make mistakes. It's hard to know what to do. Try searching in the Apple Watch app on your phone. Oh, what, what? is that? I do not I know. I my Apple Watch on, and the silly thing started talking to us. Oh, okay, you. How did I do that? I was wondering was if I'm not invited. being invaded. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I was trying to figure out where it was coming from. And I forgot. <laughs> I usually take it off when we talk. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. See. Okay. Well, I wanted to also bring everybody's attention to our supernaturalgirls.com homepage, where we have all kinds of natural health remedies. Take a look there. We've got those vitamins that are liquid. So if you're tired of taking pills, these are liposomal, so they absorb quickly into the system. They're really terrific. I had uh, a reason to take some glutathione the other day, and they had some little packages that they had sent me, and I tried them. It actually tasted really good, which was a treat. But besides that, they worked really well. Glutathione is not easily absorbed orally usually, but, again, if you have liposomal vitamins, then you get a whole different experience. So take a look on our homepage for that. For the Energy Oxygen Machine, again, leading edge from Germany, Dr. Weber's Endoband Laser Watch, and gosh, what a, oh, we have a special water there as well, super hydrating. I don't know how they do it, but somehow they do it. And you will get a discount if you order from our homepage. We don't sell these things, but we do offer them to you on our webpage where you can order them directly to the company, from the company, and get a discount. So we're happy to give you that offer. And we'll be having more products coming up in the near future as well. So Tom Dongo, he is our dear friend and a widely recognized luminary as one of America's leading experts on the paranormal, UFOs, extraterrestrials, and Sedona, Arizona. He's the author of eight books that focus on the paranormal, <clears throat> including his bestseller, the revised edition of Merging Dimensions, which describes the incredibly strange paranormal happenings which took place on the Bradshaw Ranch in Sedona, Arizona. And he's been on the show talking about just that. There was a lot going on there. Now, Tom has appeared on over three dozen national and international television shows, he has been on over 40 international talk shows, reaching 17 million listeners worldwide. He speaks widely and was also a featured speaker at the International UFO Congress. And he is with us tonight. Lucky us, everybody. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Well, it's glad to be on again. Great to have you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, you've uh, got... Yeah. You've got some great yeah. stuff to talk about, some that we have never heard of before. It's new for us. So yeah. let's yeah. see, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Sedona or the convoys or what? Well, let's start with Maine. I'm from New England, and it's I'm in, I'm in Cottonwood, <laughs> Arizona right now. It's, it was 100 degrees today, which is extremely unusual. So uh, wow. I'll, tra- I'll, trade with you for, I'll trade with you for a while. How's that? 
Okay. <laughs> no but, problem. But but the uh, yeah the convoys it, it's it it happened again last week. Uh, I've been uh, I've been in uh, I lived in in uh, Sedona for 33 years, so I've I've been around here. I've been my mm-hmm. I've had my nose into every just about everything, and uh, I think that you know George Knapp had a had a show on today about about uh, scientists now think we re, we really are in in a, a simulation or projection, you know, uh, like a, the Matrix. And I, I'm right. beginning to wonder because yeah because because uh, uh, this, this stuff that happens with the convoys, they're, they're, uh, <clears throat> uh, some of these convoys, uh, I, I've interviewed a few people, and it's, it's absolutely bizarre. Uh, these, sometimes it's, there's uh, uh, up to 200 big trucks in these convoys that are seen on the back canyon roads, but mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's, no, there's nowhere they can go. I mean, unless there's entrances that open up. So they can, you know, they can go into the, the rocks, the red rocks, but that's, you know, that's highly unlikely because uh, because the roads really don't go that far. So these these uh, these convoys, uh, and and that's, and and, uh, 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 and last week another one, a small one happened, uh, going into uh, uh, Boynton Canyon, which basically there's nothing there but the, the Enchantment Resort, five star hotel. And the employees that saw these trucks said the, the tires on these things were huge. I mean, it just didn't didn't make any sense uh, in even how they got in there. So that's kind of typical of what you know. And are these are these mm-hmm. trucks ca- something paranormal? You know, that's the uh, the thing because they're they're. Uh, I've interviewed a bunch of people about this, and they're never these convoys are never have never been seen. I, I have never run across one person. That has seen these convoys out on the big roads, uh, Interstate 17, uh, the big road 89A through Sedona or 179. That they've never, never been seen on the, the paved roads, but they're seen in the canyon roads, the dirt roads. And uh, uh, I've, I've, uh, I've interviewed, I interviewed one guy that was camped out there, and he said about a hundred of these trucks. They were all white. They were semi uh, tractor trailer trucks, and they, they had. You, United Nations painted on on on, uh. Uh, on all of them. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So 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 anyway, they, they uh, it, it's just you know I something's going on here in Sedona that uh, the History Channel did did a, a a big study of of this stuff and they were pretty much as as mystified as as I am, and they, they their camera crew was here for six weeks studying this stuff. You know, probably at an enormous expense. Uh, so anyway, they they ran into a lot of bizarre stuff. They're, like their their uh, laser signals will bounce back to them. <clears throat> so that that probably indicates the military, the U.S. military, has something to do with this. Uh, and uh, I'll get way. back. Yeah. Ours yeah. So. Else's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, probably yeah. Probably ours. I don't know. It may be Chinese. I don't know. But, uh, no, but I mean, we have so many things coming, the extraterrestrial, whatever. Is it all oh. earthbound or is it coming from other sources? Oh, no, there's, there's definitely extraterrestrials here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've, uh, you know, in, in, I think I would say there are, there are five, I don't like to call them underground bases, they're underground installations here. And uh, 
the U.S. military is directly involved in some of these. You know, they've been seen uh, separately by themselves and with extraterrestrials. Uh, when I first moved here, there were about eight people that were real serious researchers. I'm, I'm basically the, well, no, I'm not. There's, there's about four, three or four now, three or four, three or four new ones now that are doing a great job. They're out there all the time. So um, uh, it, it's just very w weird stuff. But anyway, to get back to these convoys, they, they uh, uh, and like I say, I've talked to a number of witnesses, probably at least a half a dozen who witnessed this stuff, saw it happen. And they, they just, uh, you know, stood there and watched these, these convoys of trucks going by. And uh, they usually said there was something different about them, bizarre. And, and a woman, they, they just looked different. I mean, they, they, I mean, to me, that indicates paranormal somehow. Uh, and, and a woman actually followed one of these convoys. She was pretty brave. And she said these things weren't normal. They, they were too big. They, they, they took up the whole road. She followed them as far as she dared to go into the canyons and, you know, came back. She was pretty brave, but uh, she said they, they were just too big. I mean, they're just they were military type vehicles, but they just looked strange, looked different, and that's generally what people say that uh, they, they're just there's something not normal about them. So where in the heck do they go? Yeah, and John, yeah, do you think it could be some kind of a time slip that they're popping in from another time or dimension, yeah. traveling these canyon yeah. roads, and then they go back to where they came from? Yeah, I've been wondering if if it's an, an, another dimension involved somehow. But how, how could it possibly work? You know, where 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 do they come from? Where do they go? But uh, it, it's bizarre. I mean, it's, it's beyond. Well, I've been studying this stuff for thirty. 33 years, and I don't know. I, I don't have any idea. Does anybody, uh, when any... they see these trucks, do they see the people inside? Do they do they identify uh, that there's humans inside? No, that's that's a good question. No, they, they've never said that they've seen drivers, not once. Has anybody so. taken pictures of all of these vehicles? No, the, you know, the, the, the thing, it, it is... You know, even if they have a camera, they're so stunned at the appearance of this stuff, they forget they've got a camera. I've, I've, mm -hmm. Or the camera doesn't work. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, I interviewed three women that it was late at night, and, and they hadn't been. I asked them, to, you know, any of you guys smoking dope or drunk? Or you, <laughs> it was pretty late at night. And, uh, Are you guys said, drunk? No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, so they, they, they were sober, yeah. so. This is what they saw. Yeah. And I know where I don't know Arizona very well, but I have stayed at Miyamo, which is uh right next to Enchantment. Oh, yeah. So I know what you're talking mm -hmm. about. And yeah, there's like nowhere out there for yeah, them to well, go. Yeah. Well those trucks were seen right right near Miyamo. They've completely uh rebuilt Miyamo. They put about fifty million dollars into it. So it's a big it's a real real uh fancy joint now. They I think they charge four thousand dollars a night to stay there. Oh my. Yes, yeah, they do. They do yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, not when I was there, but they do now. Yeah, it's it's yeah, very yeah. swanky. But like you said, there's yeah. nowhere for them to go. What about the authorities? Have you talked to the police or any of the Native American uh, officials about this? Yeah, I've had, you know, I, I for a long time, I'm 79 now, so I'm really slowing down. I just don't get out much at, at all. But I, I've talked, I've spent a yeah. Oh, yeah. You're young. I, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> I uh, 
I've, t- I've, I've worked with the Indians, the Apaches, the, the Navajos, the Zunis, and uh, uh, very closely, you know, and uh, I uh, and the Hopis, and they they they're as, they're as baffled as everybody else is, you know, like uh, particularly about dog men, and dog men are real, they're absolutely real, and uh, they're uh, to me they're they're werewolves, they're real werewolf werewolves. And I've asked the Indians about it. What do, you, what do you guys think about this stuff anyway? And a friend, of, one of my best friends, uh, he passed on last year, uh, uh, Cliff Mahoudi. He's a, a, he was a Zuni elder. And he said, you know, we just don't know. We, we all think uh, 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 we all think it's something paranormal, but we, we don't know what it is. It was kind of like the, the uh, skinwalkers, you know, but they, they've got mm-hmm. a better idea of what the skinwalkers are because they're, they're more... Uh, exposed and, and dogmen. Uh, yeah, it's a it's part a of little... their the skinwalker thing is a part of their cultures in so many different yeah. tribes. They they've encountered yeah. them over the years and actually have described how somebody can become one. Not that anyone should aspire to, but yeah, no. but uh, but they haven't seen. So you haven't talked to them about the convoys yet. We <clears throat> have. Yeah. Uh... No, nobody, nobody has seen a driver. They, they don't mention that at all. But mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, when they, when they, because somebody brought that up to me the other day. Uh, I said, well, how come nobody ever took pictures of these things? And I said, well, what, what, just, you know, what if these are aliens, extraterrestrials, that are involved in this, and they can easily make you forget you've got a camera in your hand because they, they, they've done it to me. I had a video camera right in my hand and, and didn't think to to film anything and, until it was all over. And I looked down, I've got a, you know, I've got a, a, a video camera in my hand that I didn't use. I could have got every every second of it, but I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of the camera. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> well, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, it, it's just, there's some bizarre stuff going on on this planet right now that, that's, uh, uh, especially around here because, uh, the uh, after the History Channel was here, and I, I was interviewed quite a bit on that. But at the time, I, I had I might have had COVID. I don't know, but I was I was sick for the whole time they were here, so I didn't. Oh no! Oh my! Yeah, yeah. So I didn't participate much. And uh, but they 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 tried flying uh, drones, and the, and the drones came back. They bounced off something and came back. Something something sent oh the drones wow. back. Oh <clears throat> And, the, and those million-dollar lasers that they use, this, uh, it would put patterns in the sky. And, and something, they hit something, and they, uh, the lasers hit something, and they, and they, uh, it, they hadn't, they never seen anything like it before. But it had a, it had the same frequency as the stuff that goes on at the, the Skinwalker Ranch. I think they said it was 6.7 hertz or something like that. Something very unusual. Uh, so they, they were pretty much as baffled as, as, as uh, is the rest of us are about that stuff, but it, it's pretty. Uh, and they, they confirmed that the, the History Channel confirmed they used ground penetrating radar. Razor, and I've seen uh, a long time ago when the the, uh, the Bradshaws were, were still alive, they heard mm-hmm. a tunnel being drilled under the ranch because everything was shaking. The the, the water pipes were shaking, the the windmill was shaking, and uh, and. Uh, there was a big tunnel that was drilled under, under the ranch, and the History Channel confirmed that with ground-penetrating radar. Uh, it went it right, went right under the Bradshaw Ranch, and it came came from Secret Canyon, 
uh, uh, up to Jerome, which is way up on the hill, hillside up, up here. Right. And I was told uh, a long time ago that as I, I wrote about this on the Internet. It was a congressman, and he said, uh, uh, don't tell Tom Dongo who I am, but I'm, I'm going to tell you that he's right. But the tunnel system actually starts at Area 51, goes to Las Vegas. I thought it started at Las Vegas. Wow. Uh, and then Area 51 to, to uh, Las Vegas to the Navajo Army Depot, which is which is, uh, is six six miles by five miles, and it was a, uh, a, a dump for ammunition and nuclear weapons. But I just, uh, uh, a few days ago, I, I read that that's changed. They, they, uh, they're downsizing it because they don't need to put so much ammunition, you know, bombs and whatnot on that. But it does it does run underneath the Navajo Army Depot, the secret canyon, then straight across uh, 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 between Sedona and Cottonwood up to Jerome, and then and they've since drilled another tunnel from uh, from uh, Jerome uh, straight west. Uh, because but I, who's, uh, who's doing this? So this is the uh, the government that's doing this? This is not E.T.? That's doing these tunnels. Who's doing these well, tunnels? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I knew the, the world expert on tunnels. He, he left this country. He's now living in, in Brazil, and uh, I, I can't remember his name at the moment. But, but he, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he said uh, he said that they're everywhere, all every everywhere. There's tunnels are running everywhere, and some of them, uh, um, they they can. Uh, Use high high speed trains on them, <clears throat> uh, so it, it's it's pretty it's pretty strange. Yeah, we've, well, we've heard this before with the tunnels, and I have a friend who told me also he was out in New Mexico when they were uh, creating some of these tunnels. But it was the government that was doing it, or the shadow yeah. government, one or the other. But it wasn't ET. It was maybe ETs were involved or in some way, but the yeah. government was behind it. But I've also, yeah. and PK, you and I both heard that there are three alien installations underneath Skinwalker right. Ranch, and that's one of the reasons why they have so much excitement there. And mm-hmm. But again, it gets very confusing when we don't know who's doing what. You know, I believe uh, it's true that at Skinwalker they have three alien bases there as alien. And then uh, Bradshaw Ranch, I don't know what is there, if it's alien or government or a combination of the two. But here's my thought. Let me throw this out at you, Tom, when it comes to these convoys, because this is so mysterious. I mean, it is possible that somebody's trying to move stuff because they have these huge trucks. Something's got to be in them. Mm -hmm. So uh, giving them a camouflage, like you say, they can, you know, the aliens can make you think you don't have a camera when it's right in your hand. They can also make you think you're looking at something when it's not what you think it is. So I'm wondering if somebody's moving things and they just want everybody to think it's just uh, UN trucks when it's really camouflage for something else. And because, like everybody's saying, these trucks are too big. Like, for this reality, they're too big, and it's not making sense. But it sounds like somebody's moving something. It could be alien. It could be E.T. It could be interdimensional. Who the heck knows? But it sounds like they're trying to move things from one place to another. And there may be either an, an under, underground installation that nobody knows about in Boynton Canyon or slightly thereafter, or uh, they're, they're cre- the somebody has created a new area that's impenetrable except these trucks just wanted to 
put it out there. Who knows? We can speculate all night, but yeah, weird. Point. Yeah, well, the the you know the reason that people, almost everybody I interviewed said they just didn't look right. There was something weird about them. So you right. know, to me, to me, that that that's that's extraterrestrial stuff. <clears throat> could and, be. And maybe, and I, I think yeah. that could be. And maybe yeah. they're moving something around, but this is how yeah. they're doing yeah. it. Undercover. Yeah. Somebody's doing something undercover. Yeah. I mean, I'd yeah. rather it be something other than the UN, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. UN scares yeah. me more than ETs. <laughs> yeah. That's a good guy. Yeah, me, yeah. yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. They're not the good guys. Uh, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's something super bizarre because it's it's just way beyond normal bizarre, the stuff that goes on out there. It just doesn't, you know, you, you can't make sense of it no matter no matter how you come at it. And and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and extraterrestrials certainly fit in. And I, I know that, uh, well, you know, those those uh, three women that I interviewed, they were they were driving back from Cottonwood. It's about, it was, Cottonwood is about 20 miles from Sedona. And uh, mm-hmm. they, they were going they were going past Forest Road 520, which is uh, the, the the big route into the some of the canyon lands. So they they uh, saw it looked like stadium lights. They thought it must be some kind of a rock concert or something. And they, so they they just for the heck of it they they drove they turned on Road 520 and drove back there. And I, I know exactly where they were where they described it. And uh, they they were going along, and, and uh, back then there was no traffic on that road. Now it's now it's uh, you know it's bumper to bumper, but there was mm-hmm. no traffic, and, and so they, they they came to a gate, and there's no guard gate there, no guard at the gate, you know, and, and there's, there's no gate on that road anywhere. So they got out, and and they walked, they walked uh, right by the gate, and, and went up, there, went up a ways, and I, I know exactly where this is. And they, there was a, all the lights, the stadium lights, had everything lit up, <laughs> and nobody bothered them, which is strange. But yeah, they said these strange. tractor, tra- yeah, but these tractor trailer trucks were driving into the ground. And I said, oh. well, yeah, and I, I said, well, huh. And they, and they said the thing that really freaked us out was not the trucks, but the ramp they were driving into the ground on. <clears throat> However, I, ne- I never got a, you know, a chance to ask them what, what they meant by that, but that's what really really freaked them out was uh, the the ramp. You know, the, the 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 ground opened up, and these big tractor trailer trucks were driving into the ground, and I, I know exactly where they were, and I, hmm. I've gone over there, you know, after after they told me about it and tried to figure it out, and make some sense of it, but uh, it 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 just, it just doesn't make any sense, no matter how you. How you approach it doesn't so when, make any sense. Let me let me ask you this: So when you went over there, you knew where they were. You yeah. didn't see any stadium lights. You didn't see any gate. No, 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 and oh, no, and no debris, really? and no, yeah, and no debris where something might have been piled up. And yeah. that's that's the odd thing. These things never, because when I was at the Bradshaw Ranch, we had things happen. Should have left some kind of debris, you know, pile mm-hmm. of dirt or something, and there, there was, never was anything. So. Not uh, for instance, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, for instance, I, I worked with uh, ancient aliens for for about six months, and they were going to do a, a video. Uh, uh, the Forest Service shot them down big time because I was involved in it. Forest Service doesn't like me at all. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Are you a bad boy? Yeah. So so uh, any, anyway, the ancient aliens finally gave it up. But we, Linda Bradshaw and I were out. Uh, 
everything that happened on the Bradshaw Ranch was happened about a, a hundred, within a hundred feet of the, the front door of the ranch. It, it all happened right there, and the portal was near there, but it was it was about twenty feet off the ground. Things came out of that portal. So one night, <clears throat> one night we were an ancient aliens was going to re reenact this. It would have been pretty cool. But the, the, the Bradshaws had seven dogs on the ranch. Because if a dog wandered on the ranch, they'd keep it. You know, mm -hmm. a lost dog or whatever. So, so and the the the, uh, the oceans have come and gone here seven times, and, and the, the ranch is surrounded by beach sand, uh, just oh. like on an ocean. Yeah. So the Amazing. so the yeah so the, the dogs the dogs in the winter would dig into the sand to stay warm. In the summer, they dig into the sand. They bury themselves in the veranda. The sand to uh, stay cool. So uh, Linda and I were, were uh, uh, standing there one night. All seven dogs instantly jumped up and ran towards something. And uh, there was a creature that had been watch watching us probably for hours. And we, we had uh, three, three, three million candle power spotlights, so we followed the dogs. And uh, the, there was a, it was an apple orchard there that never worked. It, it, never, it never, there was never enough rain. So anyway, the trees are still there. And uh, th there was a creature had been standing there by a, uh, a fence post, probably watching us for hours. This is about 9:30 at night, and uh, <clears throat> the creature started running, and it was uh, it was about five foot seven inches, and it was hu humanoid, but everything was brown. The clothes were brown, the skin was brown, the shoes were brown. Everything was a brown, mm. uh, a, a light light tan color. And, and the dogs, and it ran across the field. It never turned its, fa its face towards us kept his face it, it did not it did not want us to see its face and uh, the dogs caught up to it right near a yucca a yucca plant they're pretty yucca plants are pretty big they're eight feet tall and uh, so uh and the, and the guy just disappeared poof gone just like that and the dogs wow. milled around and yeah the dogs milled around and came back and so the next day linda and i went went out there and there were only dog tracks so you know the a million dog tracks but there was no Nothing else. The guy didn't leave, didn't leave any tracks. So Linda and I fooled around, trying to you know we we know we, we saw exactly where the guy disappeared by the yucca plant. So we we you know we stuck my, my arms through you know. In the, can you see my arms? It's still there. You know we did that for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so anyway so we we uh, you know that, so that's another example of. Uh, you know, the, the, these things just don't leave any residue. You know, no. Uh, uh, you know, uh, and I can tell a lot of stories about that stuff. Uh, I've yeah, been on, I mean, I've been on, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've been on. Uh, I figure I've uh, been on so many radio shows now. I've had about 60 million listeners, and I, I talk about this crazy stuff all the time, and nobody criticizes it me anymore. And I, I used to. Uh, when I when I first started in this stuff about 30 years ago, I used to get attacked all the time by critics and skeptics and, mm -hmm. and disbelievers. But uh, no, nobody nobody uh, no, nobody attacks me anymore because I, I, basically because I can because I can prove it. I usually have witnesses. And it's yeah, not only that, but there's there's so many more people that are yeah. having these experiences and yeah. talking yeah. about yeah. it, trying to do yeah. photography as best they can. I mean, there's a famous yeah. photo. Uh, taken by the lady hunter in the tree of something yep. like a predator type creature yep. that was in the trees, and yep. yeah, she brought the the photo back to her husband who was an an analyst, 
and he said there's no way this camera could have even taken this picture. It was a very yeah. odd thing, and it was on one of David mm-hmm. Pilate's, uh movies. But, yeah, I mean, there's more and more people that do uh, make use of that video camera or their cell phone, and yeah. they're capturing a lot of this crazy stuff. And it's, again, there's no real explanation. I think our shadow government knows a lot about what's going on, but they don't want to tell us. No. So. Yeah. Oh well. I think the gov- I think the government. <laughs> yeah, I think the government knows a lot more than they dare to, to, to talk oh, yeah. about it. Oh yeah. I agree. A, a lot I more. I think they're right. Yeah, a yeah. lot more is right. But this convoy Maybe thing is, is spooky. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. That is incredible. You know, is the media covered this at all yet out there? Oh yeah. I'm, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's. There's. Uh, um, you know. Uh, well, yeah, even, even NBC, back when when I was out there with the Bradshaws, every week there was a camera crew out there. I, I, got, I, I was with an NBC crew. I got to be the best friends with the producer because the crew got drunk, and I, I helped him get, get, a, get, a, get, a, get, a, get it straightened out. So, they, yeah, they, 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 so, so he and I got to be best of friends, and uh, so we worked together for quite a while. And I guess somebody got to him because he, one day I called him up and he was scared to death. He said, "I can't talk to you to you anymore." And that was the end of it. But Uh-oh. we were, we, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah we, we were having a good time. Um, but is anybody yeah, no, covering they, the convoy stuff? Is anybody covering? This is no, recent. No, Nobody's covering no, it no, yet. Okay. No, 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 never. No, it was always. Uh, uh, almost always one person that, that saw it, you know. But the thing of it is, I know they were telling the truth because they were, it was so similar to the other stories that people mm-hmm. told. And uh, I, I was uh, there was a, 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 a subdivision out here that got bulldozed for a more expensive subdivision. But the guy Johnny that was taking care of it stood out there and watched this convoy go by him, and the road dead ended half a mile from where he was. It, it went up a hill and that was it. There was a house up there. So where the heck did all those trucks go? You know that just doesn't—it's crazy. But he saw yeah. them. He, he watched. He watched them go by. So yeah. So it, they just disappeared. Uh, yeah, it's or, or went into something. Yeah, or went into something. You know. Amazing. Um, so you know, I, is, I was. Uh, yeah, go ahead. This is something ahead, that sweetie. we should keep keep uh, listening to you about because you'll probably get some more information in the next couple of months about this. So. If anybody dares take a photo, please send it. We want to show it to our audience. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd like to see it too. I, I uh, uh, you know, this, this, uh, there's, uh, you know, back, back in my day, you know, when Linda, it was just me and Linda Bradshaw. We, we had, we just had, uh, you know, flashlights and, and uh, 35 millimeter cameras. But some of these people these days have the, the most scientific, expensive scientific equipment you can buy. Mm-hmm. And they, they're using it out there, uh, you, you know, like drones. These drones that have got these cameras on them that are, you know, like you know, phenomenal cameras. Uh, you know, so so they have stuff we we never had. We used to we used to. Linda and I begged the the. Uh, and I remember Universal Studios was out there, and they were they were they saw the same things that Linda and I have been dealing with, and I, and, I, and uh, we told we we talked to about six crews, and I said I told them. When you go back, tell your superiors what you saw, because we didn't have, you know, we 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 needed cameras, and they had mm-hmm. those 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 hundred thousand dollar cameras that would film at night, right. and, and uh, 
and and uh, so um, <clears throat> they got shot down every single time. They would show these these incredible videos that they got, and, but they, they they got shot down every single time. We we never could understand that because we we told them we need anything we can get scientific, anything we can get. Because the Bradshaws didn't have any money, I didn't have any money, so all we had were flashlights, three, three and a half, three million candle power spotlights, and uh, and uh, uh, 35 millimeter point and shoot cameras. That's all we had. Uh, and and uh, di digital cameras really did uh, uh, that would film at night didn't really exist then. They did towards yeah. the end, you know, mm -hmm. that when we were done, we, we actually had one that would film at night. But we didn't. If we'd have had the equipment, we could have, uh, we could have, you know. We, we could have filmed stuff that the world would be yeah. still talking about today. Exactly. Now, who owns Bradshaw Ranch now? Well, it's it's in ruins. Uh, the weeds are west, waist high, and, and uh, 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 the uh, the uh, the U.S. government owns it. They've, they've leased it to the Forest Service, and the Forest Service has leased it to the University of Northern Arizona. So, the mm. University of Arizona is is now. Uh, uh, they, 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 five years ago, they were going to do something with it. I think they read my books and it scared them to death. So they, they, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> they said, well, just forget about that. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. That's so, too bad that's, though, that's, because it's a hot yeah. spot. Yeah. Well, so they want to they... bulldoze the. Yeah, they want to bulldoze the ranch houses and, and build dormitories there. This was, I think, seven years ago, and they have they've done nothing. No, well, it's probably smart so they, they have it. They would have kids disappearing, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't think the parents well, would like that. Yeah. How are we doing on t time, by the way? We have we lots got? of time. So tell okay. us more okay. about Sedona and, and all of the supernatural things that are there, because we know the Red Rocks really create quite an energy system. But... What makes Sedona so special? Well, you know, I've, I've been asked that hundreds of times, but you know, it, it has to do the the uh, the red rocks are uh, there is magnetism, strong magnetism here, but there's something else too that we don't no, nobody understands. That, but the, uh, the, uh, the 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 red is rust. All those rocks, those, all these towering rocks around Sedona, it's rust. Mm -hmm. Because oh. it's iron oxide. Yeah, the rocks are, are it's right. iron oxide. If you scratch a red rock, it's white underneath. Hmm. So it's got, the only the only thing I've said, uh, you know, on all these shows I've been on is, is it's got to be something magnetic or something there that they're interested in because uh, I, I know where one of these bases is and it's, it's you know, I, I, it's super dangerous, uh, these under, underground installations. So I've, I've, I've quit talking about it because I know exactly where it is and how dangerous it is. So I, I just don't, I don't talk about it anymore. But it's 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 there. And I've uh, the guy that showed me was a, was a counterintelligence expert. And the last time he was there, he, they told him they called him up on the phone. They said, "You come back here again, and we will kill you." That's a <gasps> quote. Oh, oh, great! <laughs> yeah. So I I dropped it. That's at that point. I'm too. Yeah, I'm, I'm too old to mess around with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. so, well, Tom, <laughs> generically speaking, um, what goes on in these installations underground? What are they doing? Well, well, you know, uh, there, were, there were four police officers, active duty police, that were back when I was doing all this research. And they, they got into a couple of these uh, bases, and, and uh, 
uh, and, and some of the, and I was I was involved with was ex CIA agents and military intelligence people, and they had some <laughs> amazing experiences out there. These uh, off-duty police, they were active-duty active, active police, well, two different sets, and, and they got into one of these bases. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know I know pretty much exactly where the opening was, but it's probably, we went up there on 105 degree with metal detectors, 105 degree day with metal detectors, and we it's just, you know, they, probably they were prepared for that. Probably the, everything around the opening was was uh, rubber or something like that because we, we couldn't find anything with metal detectors. But the police got in there, and, and I know pretty much where, where the opening was because, because what they described. They got down in there, and they said the tunnels were going everywhere. So they wandered around a little bit, and suddenly uh, 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 US, mil- U.S. military swarmed out of the tunnels. And the, the, the thing about this, the, the, uh, yeah, these, these uh, military people is that they, they never, and I, I have friends that are colonels, high-ranking high people, so I, I ask them about this stuff. And uh, they, they, uh, they never have insignia on their, on their, on their uniforms, never. They're oh, all just okay. you know, cam, camo, camo stuff or whatever that. So anyway, they, they, they pointed their M16s at these two police, and they said, just turn around, backtrack, go back up the ladder, and forget what you saw. That happened twice. So... Uh, in that case, there were, there were no extraterrestrials, but but I I know there are other bases that, just by what people have told me, they, they've got to be extraterrestrial, <clears throat> somehow. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so there's something it could here be that either or yeah. or both. Yeah. Well, it is. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's both. It's yeah, either or or both. Uh, hmm. And some of them, uh, uh, just by what. What, how people talk about them, I, I, I don't know. I don't really know exactly where they are, but they 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 have to be extraterrestrial. And, you know, and what are they up to? You know, there's there's something there. And History Channel pretty much proved that the, the uh, U.S. military is is highly involved in that stuff out there. But but uh, they uh, so uh, well, you know, I, I got to bring, bring this up. Even though you're an expert yeah. in Arizona, I know you've been other places as well. Now. Yeah. A few years back, PK and I discussed this mysterious event that happened in New Mexico. Remember this mm-hmm. one, PK, with the observatory? Yes, uh-huh. uh, they shut down this observatory in New Mexico, and they shut down the whole town. And they also wouldn't tell the police chief anything about what was going on. Yeah. The place was swarmed by black helicopters, and... There was no information that they let out about what was really going on there. Yeah. Now, yeah. some people were saying, oh, the, the telescope happened to catch some UFOs uh, yeah. you know, going across the sun. I don't think that was it. But one of the other no. things that happened at the same time was there was a Belgian tourist, and he was found dead at a trailhead. Yeah. Now, yeah. my contact <laughs> told me that his body was never released to his relatives, ever. And so, of course, we were conversing with a lot of people. What did happen then? Did one of the ETs, an unfriendly ET, get out and then either on purpose or accidentally encountered this tourist and killed him? Um, What was going on there? So I don't know. Do you know anything about that event? Because nothing has ever been forthcoming. Nothing has come out about it. I know know a number of similar ones. And, you know, actually... 
uh, in Sedona, I've talked about this a lot, there, there are about 33 uh, dozen, I call them uh, machine gun incidents in, in Sedona. The, the mm -hmm. uh, people were, and, and uh, 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 well, I'm not going to talk about this because I can't, I can't prove it. People say, well, don't you, have you been to the police or something like that? But they have found dead bodies. Uh, mm -hmm. They shouldn't have been. They shouldn't have been dead. And in and, and, uh, in in Sycamore Canyon, Sycamore Canyon is a beautiful canyon here, but it's dangerous. There's something in that canyon. That, oh, and incidentally, just like this just ended a couple, about a week ago, on the Bradshaw Ranch, and uh, and and uh, uh, Ron James is involved in that. You know, he's a famous producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the from the Bradshaw Ranch, there was these amber flashes of light coming from the ranch that lit up the whole sky. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yellow, yellowish. So they they filmed it. Evidently, Ron got some good film of it. He's making the documentary about it. So that's going to be you know he he's uh, he's uh, the one that just had that famous film, Accidental tr uh, Truth, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but so anyway. Sycamore Canyon, that's been seen for, I, I'm very leery of Sycamore Canyon. It's a beautiful canyon. You've got a big river in it, way bigger than Oak Creek in Sedona. And as flashes of light have been seen coming out. And I was with two other people one time, and we saw a uh, petrodactyl fly out of Sycamore Canyon. And I, oh. I said, yeah. Wow. I, I said, am I, am I nuts? Or can, do, you, are you, do you guys see this? I mean, three witnesses. Do you see that too? Because when I first saw it, it was bouncing up and down like when it was flying, and I thought, "Man, if that's a helicopter, that's pretty weird." And one girl <laughs> had much better uh, one girl a girl had much better eyesight than than I did. She said, "Yeah, it's a petrodactyl," and then it dived straight into the ground, it, it, straight down, at, you know, high speed, right into the ground, uh, and, and it came and it came out of Sycamore Canyon. So. I've seen a lot of things fly out of Sycamore Canyon, and there's been some strange, strange uh, UFO activity, alien activity, and Bigfoot, uh, particularly Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We've we've had a, a lot of Bigfoot activity activity around here lately, and two of my friends have been investigating it, and uh, they've got the tracks and everything, and uh, they photographed the tracks and everything. So. Uh, if you want to have one of them on the show, I can I can uh, I can give you his phone number after we're off. He'd, he'd love to be on the show, your show. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, so. Uh, but you're talking anyway. about uh, you're talking about a pterodactyl, right? This is like a, a Ter kind of Jurassic right. Park yeah. uh, bird, but it's uh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you yeah. something. Let, let, People yeah. have seen a pterodactyl yes. here yep. in New England. Yes. And it was oh, yeah. over really? a reservoir. Yeah, there was a sighting, and it was reported in the news. And they said, this is what we saw, huh. this huge pterodactyl. So huh. it's it, those are so fascinating, those types of sightings, because, I mean, what are we seeing? Again, are we seeing a shift in dimensions, reality, or are those things something that never really died with the rest of the dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they've been spotted here. Well, so, you know, I've been studying Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. I've been studying Bigfoot since I was 16, 16 years old. I know a lot about big feet, and they're 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 every they're around everywhere in the world. Different types, you know, in, in, in uh, different countries, and uh, the uh, the ones they call them yowies in in Australia, and, and evidently they've been mm -hmm. seen much much more lately. 
And some of the photo some of the photographs are genuine. Most of them are hoaxed. Some guy mm -hmm. in a floppy, you know, bear suit or something. But a few, are, yeah. Are, yeah, yeah. a few of them are, yeah, a few of them are genuine. So you know, and what are they? You know, and I, I've, uh, I, I was in a, I was just in a documentary about Bigfoot. Uh, mm -hmm. A friend of mine, he's a, he's, a, he does documentaries, and uh, I said, you know, what, you know, what is it? Why, why is it, it Bigfoot? No, nobody's ever caught one. Nobody's ever killed one. I mean, not that they should, but. All around the, they've been seen everywhere in the world, and even in Maine. When I was in, in Maine, growing up in Maine, they were seen in Maine. You know, big, Bigfoot, big ones. Yeah. So what the, you know, what what are these things? I mean, they 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 just they can appear and disappear. And uh, I uh, <clears throat> I met a guy. He's he's probably the world expert on Bigfoot. We we got into an argument right off. He he stalked off and said, "See you later." Uh, of course, I won't <laughs> mention his name, but. Yeah, he, he, uh, I, I said, you know, you know, I, I have seen the tracks. I've seen them appear, go a hundred yards, and disappear. So whatever this thing was, can materialize and dematerialize. And that's when he got, you know, he, he said, you know, he said, no way, no way, and he stomped off. So, so, but I, I can prove it. I've seen it, and I've got guide friends that I, I have a couple of people that are almost professional Bigfoot researchers. They've seen the same thing. That these these things these these things can materialize and dematerialize, and they can probably stay uh, invisible when they're standing right next to you. So uh, yeah, you know, we've are, heard that from from yeah. a lot yeah. of our guests uh -huh. who are involved with us. Exactly that yeah. that they are yeah. somehow interdimensional and they can come and go like that. But yeah. We've also heard that they can materialize and be in physical form, but then they can also be hurt. They can be shot. Yeah. They can be harmed yeah. so you can see why they wouldn't yeah. really want to do that around people but yeah we've heard a lot of stories about uh bigfoot being able to move dimension and that that's what they they do and they stay safe that way and then we can't find their bodies so yeah very interesting uh creatures bigfoot but yeah, it seems like know, there's the, more than one kind. I mean, there's the friendly yeah, ones yeah, that are yeah, helpful, yeah. then there's the nasty mm -hmm. ones that would just steal your children and eat them. So there's yeah, yeah. It's not just one type. No. Well, you know, I, I interviewed a woman from <laughs> Oklahoma, and she was, she was just, you know, a, a, a everyday uh, uh, wife, you know, with three kids, just absolutely, you know, had a normal life, normal husband. She she was She wasn't crazy. But she said we had a we had a big ranch in uh, Oklahoma, and there was a Bigfoot family, and and I know a couple of other people that are do, have have the same situation going on right now. They they said we had a Bigfoot family living on the the, the ranch, and they mm -hmm. they would come and visit us, and uh, they could speak English. And that's not the first time I've heard that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, they uh, the the female Bigfoot, uh, she would give the female Bigfoot books. And uh, the, the, the Bigfoot would read them and then critique them. They what she oh liked my them So, yeah, and oh I, I've heard that more, more more than one time. That they so you're right. There's there's different kinds of them, and, and mm -hmm. some of them are just animals. I mean, they they, they oh, yeah. I, oh okay, I got I got I got to keep track of time because my my stories. But I, I'll tell you a story. Now this happened. This is uh, I was on a I was on a uh, an interview on a. On a uh, a show and the host, and I won't say who it was, but he, he asked his his, uh, his manager, says, can, can we talk about this on the radio? And he said, yeah, go ahead. 
uh, so he'd never talked about it before, but they, they were in British Columbia. He had been a professional photographer, and this is a true story. And uh, uh, they uh, they were filming some, some stuff in northern British Columbia, and uh, they saw a bear on, on the other side of this little lake, and, and then the bear stood up, and they realized this thing was, what, 10 feet tall, and it was looking, still oh looking God. straight at them. Yeah, and then my it started God. to run. Yeah, and it started to run around the lake, so they they figured, well, we, we better get out, beat it out of here real fast. So they so they, they made a, a dead run back to the car, and the and the Bigfoot, he, they they said it, it smelled so bad, we almost couldn't breathe. And uh, so so uh, so so the guy, so he he said the Bigfoot picked up a big rock because they were trying to get into the car. And it was his wife's brand new car, and it smashed the driver's side fender with with this big rock. And uh, I said, "So, so what did you do? You you went home and you told your wife a bigfoot smashed your, her fender with a rock, right?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what a naughty bigfoot! He got this guy in trouble. Oh jeez! Yeah. So, but yeah, they're known tr- for a- that. that- they're, yeah, they're yeah. known for throwing rocks, and sometimes they actually yeah. do uh, hit their mark. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's not a nice thing to do, so that's not a friendly no. Bigfoot. But then, yeah, and there's there's stories from long ago from Indian tribes having battles with some of them because their oh, yeah. women and children <laughs> were being taken. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, Maybe. there seems to be many different, or at least several different kinds out there. And yeah, I, who knows where they go when they go into another dimension? That's my question. What dimension do they go to? You know, where, where do they, they disappear into? Yeah, where? Where are they going? Where did they come from? Yeah. Well, well exactly. you know, here in Sedona, here in Sedona, we, we've had three dogmen sightings. It's, I, I interviewed all three people. In, in this whole area, Village of Oak Creek, and and, uh, uh, and it was clearly one woman said uh, she said that it was a dogman was looking at in, in, the, in the window at her, and dogman's eyes glow; they glow orange or or uh, red. Bigfoot's mm-hmm. eyes don't glow. Not not. I mean, oh. they, uh, a dog a dogman's eyes glow without mm-hmm. any light shined on them. She said the thing was just look, looking in the window at her. And uh, uh, I know the woman well, and she so and then uh, up the road might, might have been the same dog man, but he crossed the road right in front of her car during you know, broad daylight, two o'clock in the afternoon, and it was a dog man. Uh, you know, and, and my opinion is that dog men uh, are, are werewolves. And I just got through. I was on a show in England, and we talked about it a lot. And he says, "You guys, you guys in some parts of England have a lot of uh, werewolf sightings." Uh, it's you know strange black dog stuff you know, and so we we talked about it and I I'm convinced they're werewolves and that dogmen and Bigfoot do not get along at all. Oh, they don't. So, okay. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're two completely different creatures. Uh, hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Pretty an bizarre. excellent um, reenactment of a werewolf story on Paranormal Witness, which is a UK-based production group, but they produced a lot of uh, these shows for sci-fi. And one of them was about a werewolf. And I'll tell you what, it's, it was so well done. Such a great yeah. production, but scary as heck. I mean, this was, yeah. in my opinion, if they reported the truth, and I know that they did, 
this was a real werewolf. This was a guy who yeah. worked at this automotive store, but he was a weird one, and he lived in a house by himself, and they eventually tracked this guy to this house and yeah. saw chains, you know, that he had chained himself up. There were scratches on the wall. There was no personal identifying information anywhere and no food. It was no. just, I highly recommend anybody who's interested in werewolves, watch that Paranormal Witness. It was an incredible story, and it was very well told. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that these things do exist, and I agree with you, I think that they do. They're, but there's so little known about them. And have they ever attacked anyone? Is there any documented or any stories about that? Because oh, oh, I've heard oh, yeah. mixed, mixed feelings yeah, on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this country, so they have been about attacked. eight people. Yeah, oh, yeah. In this country, there have been about eight people killed by dogmen. Killed? Uh, oh, my. Yeah, killed. Didn't know yeah. That. And, and hung in trees. A whole family, ah. I think it was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, wow. A whole family that was camping in a, in a big Winnebago, they they uh, they found them hanging in trees. And they were, they were cut. Now, I've heard this, but I thought it was a Bigfoot that did it, but you're saying no, it was a dogman. No, no, it was a dogman. And what, what happens is when a dogman kills a human, the government shows up with all kinds of uh, electric, elect, you know, uh, technical equipment and machine guns. <clears throat> going uh -huh. to the woods. Uh, so, so they're going to try to track uh, that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evidently, evidently they're a rogue Bigfoot. I mean, a rogue dogman that they they won't, uh, you know, what they won't tolerate. They, some, somehow the government knows about all this stuff that we don't know about. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a guy that we had on the show. Uh, he used something to change his voice, but he... Uh, he claimed to work at one of these facilities where they have some of these creatures, and he's offered to come back on and, and talk about more about you know all of this. But I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. this uh, shadow government or whomever they are have captured uh, several of these and they have them and they're studying them or whatever. But again, with Dogman, he doesn't seem to have the same ability to disappear that Bigfoot does, or does he? Yeah. Can they disappear uh, as well? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that much about dogmen, but uh, it can be. Uh, uh, the, the biggest and, and worst ones are in Central Texas. And, uh, oh. If I, yeah. If I if I had if I had a ranch in Texas, I wouldn't go anywhere at night without at least a 12 gauge shotgun. <clears throat> the, the biggest oh, wow. and worst ones are in Central Texas. Yeah. So. And are they are they tribal or are they lone wolves or what are, the, what are they like? Because uh, I know with uh, Bigfoot dog, they tend to be in tribes, but what yeah. about dogmen? No, dogmen seem to be loners. They, uh, mm -hmm. they, uh, uh, as far as I know, they've never been seen with another dogman. And I've, oh. I've heard, uh, I've, I've, I spent a year researching dogmen, so I know a lot about them. Yeah. Uh, so, Do they yeah, have any uh, type of family unit? Do they have any type of a family unit that they do? Uh, you know, no, I, I, I don't know about dogmen, but but Bigfoot, mm -hmm. of course, does. I mean, they're very very right. family mm -hmm. oriented. <clears throat> yeah. How, how much time do we have? How much time do we have left? As much as you want. <laughs> okay. You want? You, you got I another want to play story? Something. 
Yeah, yeah go ahead. No, I want to play. So- I want to play something for you. This is okay, uh, okay. Now, this is not this is not my. This was taken by a a uh, uh, recorded by a bunch of people in Sedona that were on a UFO tour, and it turned up on their cell phones, and uh, it, but they they didn't see anything. They didn't you know they didn't so. But this is what turned up on their cell phones. So I'll play it for you. And uh, okay. this is not my video. It's a guy named John Polk. This is his. So anyway, uh, here it goes. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. All right, we're listening. Yeah. Okay. Boop. So what is that, Tom? Uh, I, that, I don't know. that doesn't sound like any wildlife that I've known about in Sedona. <laughs> what is no, that? No, I gotta turn this thing off. Uh, come on. No, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, there were about thirteen people on this UFO tour. They got they all got that on their cell phones, so they didn't see anything. They didn't. You know, oh, there's yeah. nothing there. So it's pretty yeah. weird. That is. I mean, have you brought that to anybody who's an expert in sound that could yep, rule yep, things yep, out? Yep, and what do they yep, say? Yep. Uh, actually, he sent it to Stanford Stanford uh, 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 University to analyze mm-hmm. it. They, they mm-hmm. have a vast uh, database of strange things, strange creatures, and he never heard back from them. Oh, darn. Uh, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's a, oh crap! Now I can't think of his name. I know him. Uh, oh, Jim, uh, 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 Jim Dilatoso, famous uh-huh. researcher. Uh, years ago, he's, he's he's pretty much retired now. But but he sent it to Stanford, and he never heard back from him. Oh darn it! Well, that's very odd because at first I thought it sounded almost like a lot of bats together with you know the high pitched yeah. noise. But but then it just kept circling around, and it almost sounded mechanical. Yeah, well, there's a whirring sound in the background that almost sounds like a UFO. Yeah, right. A, a UFO. right, right. And it, and it sounds oh, like two, two creatures, a, a bi- yeah, a big creature and a small creature fighting. That's what it sounds like to me. Huh. Yeah. How interesting. Well, Tom, you yeah. have the most exciting life. 
<laughs> you really yeah. do. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> but, but my my stuff my stuff is real different. I'll, how much time do we have left? Well, we can go for another ten minutes. Is that okay, okay. for you? Yeah, I want to tell you a story. I, I was on I was on uh, you know just I was just on coast to coast for three hours. And I, I talked about this, uh, and they, they you know I, I I'm a remote viewer. I was born with a a, a, a pretty acute remote viewing ability. And uh, 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 and uh, uh, the missing 411, uh, uh, David Polides. Uh, yeah. I I I watched the video, missing 411, and I I, I uh, you know, uh, so anyway, I I I I tracked some of those people that disappeared, and there's been a lot. Mm-hmm. There's been thousands. Yeah, they and, have uh, they, now yeah, now they're even telling people keep your kids in front of you. Don't let them stay behind you. Don't let them. Right. You got you got to watch them all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The two. Yeah. Well, I'm. This is my. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to talk about what I was just thinking about. So anyway, <laughs> I, I there was a guy. I watched the film, and so I I knew exactly where this guy. He was a deer hunter. Where he, where he disappeared. So I went there. You know, uh, remote viewing, and uh, uh, so I tracked him. I followed him, and and, uh, uh, and so I, I've uh, I've done this before, done this a bunch of times. Uh, uh, you know, and most of those people have been found dead. So the ones they found, yeah. they found them dead. So, right. so anyway, I uh, I was taught I was taught how to do this when I was a student at the Berkeley Psychic Institute. Uh, I can follow a trail. I've done it many times. Follow a trail of somebody that, you know, that's was thinking of you or whatever things leave, leave trails so anyway I'm, I'm 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 following this guy and i'm going faster and faster and faster and uh uh i i got uh i got stopped somebody slammed my brakes on and uh there was a a, a block in front of me i i, I this is a long story but i learned a long time ago to get past these psychic blocks that all remote viewers have run into them but I know how mm-hmm. to get around them. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, uh, uh, I, I was in when General Stubblebine was doing a, a, a big seminar in uh, in Denver about 20 years ago. Some of the best remote viewers in the world were there, and nobody knew how to get past these blocks, but I did. I wanted to raise oh. my hand and say, I, I, know, "I know." So anyway, so anyway, I got uh, I got stopped, and a voice said, "This is as far as you go." And I'm looking at the block, and I, I knew how to get around it. And then the voice said, "Don't even try it." But what what was it? You know, what was it that it what whatever who, whoever they were didn't want me to see? What was on the other side of that block that they that they you know they didn't want me to see? Was it something more horrible or more wonderful wonderful than we can imagine? But you know, I've, I've said I said that you know I said I'll, I'll challenge any remote viewer to go past one of those blocks and 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 and, and see what's there. You know, if you if you can if you really if you really do it. And yeah. uh, uh, so, but so, what was it? What was it? And, and what if I had tried? What would that thing? What would that thing have done to me? So I said, No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm gonna skip it. I just, you know, after that, don't even try. I said, I, I thought, No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. So anyway, what was behind that block? That that was, you know, whoever that voice was didn't want me to see it. Why? What is it? What was it? 
That well, was a maybe big you could have. Yeah, and maybe you could have determined where that person was and attempted a rescue. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But these people uh, that have gone missing are, are very troubling. Uh, these are very yeah. troubling experiences, and certainly yeah. leave the families with no resolution at all. And yeah. it's. And I wake up at night yeah. sometimes thinking about all this stuff with yeah. these, these yeah. people that are gone. Where did they yeah. go? But it seems like there may be several answers. Uh, different people are having different experiences, whether they pass through a portal, whether they're taken by ETs. Yeah. or yeah. I mean, sometimes they return them, like Carl Higdon, who was the Wyoming hunter that went out to hunt elk one day. And oh, right. Yeah, him. right. Yeah, and yeah. His, mm-hmm. he and his wife have been on the show talking about his experience. Yeah. It's yeah. been, you know, and yet yeah. they brought him back. But when they brought yeah. him back, and this is, I think, very, very important information, they kind of dumped him out of the bottom of their ship, yeah. and he yeah. fell, yeah. and he hurt his shoulder really badly. Now, other people, I think, have been dumped as well, but they hit their head, and they die. So. Yeah. You know, it's like it's an interesting thing to watch. It's like we're being treated like like animals. Yeah. You know, so yeah, we're too. we're nothing to them. So they're like done with him. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just dump him out the bottom of the spaceship. It's like thanks a lot. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a mixed bag here, and I think that's why there's yeah. no one answer to a lot of what goes on with these people. And it's very sad. It's very sad for their friends and yeah. family left behind. Yes. So that's interesting. Yeah. You encountered a block. When you say you encountered a block, it's like a big what? A big black spot or a big? No, no. It's, it's just a, like a wall. Just a wall. And, and okay. I, I, I learned early on how to get around them. You know, when I was when I was uh, listening to General Stubblebine in Denver, the uh, he said he said we we none of us know how to get around that block. And I learned how to get around it early. So uh, you know, I don't I don't do that stuff much anymore. I'm just too old to fool around with that kind of stuff. <laughs> when I was young, when I was younger, I, I I used to be known as being really reckless with mm-hmm. stuff that I did because I, I something protects me. It's either spiritual or extraterrestrial. I'm being protected right. by something extremely powerful. So uh, you know, I've said so many times I, I something could have happened to me and it didn't. So uh, you know, I've I've kind of I've been reckless, but I, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm kind of, I'm re- kind of retired now from all. Yeah, that retired stuff. reckless. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. That's probably smart. <laughs> but, but it's, but it's interesting. I'll tell you what. I can still, I, I've just had offers for people just to write a book on my sto- my, my stories, my life stories. You should. They yes. said it, it'll be a, it'll be a bestseller, and I said, yeah, well, I can. I, I've had that. You know, hundreds of people have mentioned that to me, but I, I just. I don't have the ambition to do it anymore, but I, I, if I was younger, I would. But I, I've, I've uh, uh, you know, my my stories are a big hit because I can prove it. Most most of the stuff I talk about, I can prove it. I'm not just blowing steam out of my ears. I can prove it. Well, not only that, another. but Tom, you're you're a really good storyteller, and it's you know what you are yeah, saying. Yeah. We are we're we sit on the edge of our seats waiting to hear your next story. <laughs> so we love it. Yeah. You know, we don't even need proof. We're just enjoying. Your company and your experiences so very much. I mean, you're just delightful, and and you've been around a long time, and and you've witnessed yeah. a lot of things. You know, a lot of things. So believe me, we respect you, and and we just love Definitely. having you here with us. 
We really do. But we well, probably yeah, should yeah, wind, yeah. wind up the show, and uh, yeah, okay. we'll have to just have you back again. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but thank you so much for being with us tonight and, and telling us all about these vanishing convoys. That will be something I wake up and think about. So, anyways, <laughs> if you get any more information on that, let us know. We'll keep reporting back to our audience, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this has been great, Tom. Thanks again. And next week, everybody, we have Dr. Carmine Crispino. He was on Travel Channel's Haunted Hospitals. He's got quite a story to tell, so don't miss it. And until then, everybody, we will see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.